0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sneaky Sports Podcast, season three, episode number 88 on this Monday, November 29th, post-Thanksgiving podcast. How are you guys doing today? How was your Thanksgiving?
1: It was all right. Uh, The Giants beat the Eagles over the weekend, so obviously I'm excited about that. Ready to talk some football and some basketball today.
2: Frank? Yeah. The Jets won too, so that was interesting to see. A say. miracle, it's yeah. Code, I mean, three wins, play, baby.
0: Robert Sala, the defense looked good.
2: When you play the Texans, it's not hard to look good at all. No, think.
0: no. I mean, look, Tyrod Taylor's made them look somewhat decent this year, so you got to give them the respect. Yeah, like I mean, they're I think about two and three with Tyrod, not too bad. Or two and four, maybe, maybe. I
2: mean, they, they're also the least talented NFL roster I think I've ever seen in my life.
0: I mean, the Dolphins in 2019, I would, I think would take that title.
2: Listen, the Lions have more talent no. and they have less wins, so. What,
0: dude, what the Dolphins put out of that one year 2019 with Flores, that had to be the worst roster ever. But I mean, look, we'll, we'll, we'll settle that debate for another time. In the meantime, because we didn't get to talk about this last Monday or, or last Tuesday is when I made the post or when Matt Judon said the mac and cheese thing. Mac and cheese is the most overrated Thanksgiving meal and I'm glad at our Thanksgiving that we didn't have it.
1: Oh it's it's disgusting. It's repulsive <laughs> and I I didn't have it as well and I'm grateful that I didn't have it because I'm my entire grateful. Thanksgiving would have been worse with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board with you. It's Dude, we're,
0: we're on like the, the minority <laughs> though. It's like a 20% mac and cheese like haters, 80% lovers if you yeah, I like. just like don't get
2: what's so good about it. Like I have pasta with like sauce. Like my mom makes, I don't put like cheese all over it's gross. And they eat like Velveeta cheese. That stuff's nasty.
0: (laughs) It's putrid. But come on, it smells smells like socks. Like, oh, oh, you're calling out Velveeta and that's, that's uncalled for. But, um, anyways, yeah. Anyways, moving on to what we'll talk about in today's episode, we'll get into Kareem hunt and his dad actually. And if he's right about Baker Mayfield. Should he not be playing with all the injuries he suffered so far this season? We'll talk about the Patriots once again. I mean, they're on a roll. Six straight wins, a plus 146-point differential, the best mark in the NFL. We'll talk about the Rams' three-game skid. And, you know, if it's something to worry about in L.A. um, since Von Miller got there, since OBJ got there, not looking too good. But the blame, obviously, does not go on those two guys. We'll talk about the Knicks. And if they made the right move in benching Kemba Walker not only that but they basically said um you know bro listen we we like we we, we appreciate your time here in New York but you're getting kicked to the curb because he's not in the rotation anymore like Alec Burks IQ D Rose like he's not gonna get any more minutes so pretty shocking news out in New York we'll talk about the Luke Walton firing finally happening in Sacramento and the ceiling for the Minnesota Timberwolves team that's played better as of late, they're currently 10-10 and and we'll wrap things up with some mailbag Monday. So without further ado, let's dive on in and we begin today's episode with Kareem Hunt's dad, um, who came out on Facebook um, or I think it's Meta, right guys? Now it's Meta, is is Facebook Meta now? I'm pretty sure it is. Like, you know when you go on Instagram, you see like the Meta instead of Facebook? I don't know if you guys noticed that when like you're on the, the Instagram login page, it's like brought to you by Meta now. But I think Facebook's changing their name to Meta. I, I'm pretty positive on that. Anyways, Facebook, Meta, same thing. Kareem Hunt's dad um, addresses frustrations with Baker Mayfield, you know, playing through injuries. Baker has a partially torn labrum, a foot injury, you know, a knee injury, a heel bruise injury, a groin injury. I mean, pretty much any anywhere on the body, you name it, he has an injury. So this is the quote directly, live and direct quote from Kareem Hunt's dad. He said, quote, "'Now I'm getting people on my Facebook saying I'm bench, uh, I'm being like OBJ daddy, and I'm not. I'm stating facts on football and what we see. He's limping. He's scared to throw the ball, and they know he's hurt. They going to keep listening. But if people don't like what I'm saying, unfriend me. I'm not jeopardizing nothing. I got a right to speak. I ain't posting no videos. Have a good day. Go Browns, hopefully. So, you know, I think a little bit friendly, a little bit friendlier than OBJ's dad. And I'm gonna have to say, I agree with him 100%. Kareem Hunt's dad is absolutely right. Baker Mayfield, are are we really too sure he's helping the team more than he's hurting them? I think he's hurting them more than he's helping them this year um with playing through his injuries I get he's like the ultimate competitor he's always been known as a walk-on in college like whatever but I think the Browns have to step in now the Browns have to step in and say look I mean Case Keenum that one game versus Denver I would take that over what I'm seeing from Baker versus the Ravens you know in these last couple of games that you know they've played versus the Lions even when they won so I think if you're Cleveland, you really have to have a, a tough talk and you have to call up case Keenum, a proven backup who had su- uh, success with Kevin Stefanski in Minnesota. They made it to the NFC championship game. They have a fantastic roster around them. Great pass rushers, a solid defense, although, you know, some of their free agent acquisitions haven't been, you know, living up to the hype. The offense is a little thin at, at you know, the skill position spots without OBJ, obviously, but I think they could still make it work with the elite running game they have just I think at this point guys he, he's just not helping and he's hurting them more than anything
2: um uh, yeah I think that's an understatement to be honest with you but the Browns are in a good spot right now because it is their bye week and, and you could let Baker heal up a little bit but you know if this team wants to make the playoffs they're going to need this guy to be healthier maybe consider playing Case Keenum so you come back off the bye week 14 against the Ravens then you play Oak, uh then you play Las Vegas who's not a bad football team. They just beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I mean, then you get the Packers on Christmas Day. Oh, man. I mean, like, listen, I'm not saying anything crazy here, but the way that Baker – and then you have the Steelers in Week 17 and the Bengals in Week 18. So you play pretty good much a good football team that's over 500 the rest of the way. Good luck because with the way that Baker Mayfield's playing right now and the fact that they couldn't establish that run game against Baltimore, you're not winning anything. Because I, I get Baker Mayfield's a problem, but this team runs on, you know, based off the run game and the zone running scheme that they have in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. But, you know, Baker Mayfield can't really do
1: anything at this point. He, he can't even move. He shouldn't be out there. He's hurting them more than he's helping them. Yeah, there's no doubt he's hurting them. Um, and if he's the ultimate competitor, then he'd be willing to listen to the talk and say, like, I- I'm not healthy. I'm hurting this team by being yeah, out there. I can't play. I mean, I've never seen a guy with this many injuries in my life. I don't know, like, I don't know what the deal is here. What, like, what happened? Because, legitimately, as you said, every part of his body is hurt. And you know, this is a guy coming into the season. I thought he'd be able to elevate his play and like be the reason they win some of their football games. And he's been the complete opposite. He's been the sole reason they're losing football games. It's no doubt. I mean, and Kareem Hunt's dad, he handled this up pretty well. He wasn't kind of crazy like Odell's dad. He he was being reasonable. He's like, the guy's limping right now. The guy the guy is not playing well right now, and that is like. Anybody who watches football can tell you that, you know? So I think it's definitely time to sit him down.
2: And and you brought Case Keenum in for a reason. Like Case Keenum's a, you know, reliable backup quarterback. He, like you said, Ben, he worked with Kevin Stefanski. They made it all the way to the NFC championship game. Mm -hmm. Like this guy right now, Case Keenum, can he really be playing that much worse than Baker Mayfield is? No. And at least he's healthy. Like you said, Graff, if Baker was the ultimate competitor, he would put the team first. And I get he's a leader and wants to be out there, but there comes to a point where you're a liability. You see him limping out there all night. He still has the harness on the shoulder. It's a mess. Every part and of the probably, guy's body hurts.
1: I I I just never seen anything like that. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, every he has every injury imaginable for a quarterback right now.
0: Yeah, they're yeah, six and six two, five tough games.
1: Yeah, good they, luck. They
0: can. They're gonna. They're gonna miss the playoffs. They're not making it right um, those, probably
1: because what are fit, they right man? now oh they're, they're the 12th seed right now in the afc that's kind of crazy
0: wow the 12 seed is six and six at the afc
1: yeah the 10 11 and 12 seed are all 500 the problem is though with that
2: schedule like i don't, i know you have your buy this week but you come off the buy and you play baltimore and then you have like the packers the raiders the Steelers, and then the Bengals. like good luck man good luck yeah they're in trouble like, to me you're in big trouble Especially since Jack Conklin also went down last night. You just got him back off the IR, and now he's hurt. One of your best linemen, like man. And he, it's it's a shame because Miles Garrett's playing so well on the defensive yeah, side of the ball. fourteen
0: sacks. But. He's been
2: mm-hmm.
0: unreal. I think arguably the favorite for defensive player of the year right now, right?
1: At this point, probably. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Yikes! I mean, I, I don't know. I I just can't believe. Like, it's crazy to think that at the start of the season this team had all the hype
2: yeah and
0: and, and i i feel like hope's kind of lost in cleveland i i don't think there's much faith in this team to kind of get out of this hole i've actually heard a lot of browns fans i saw um a lot of comments on a brown's instagram like fan page i mean they're not optimistic they're they're calling for baker's name contract coming up
1: all the optimism came from baker mayfield and can he make that step forward and right now it doesn't look like it so obviously there is no optimism i mean you can have all these pieces you want if you have a quarterback that's losing you football games there is no optimism so, And this
0: is tough it's a contract year too maybe that's part of the reason why he's playing through the injury i don't Probably. know can- that, that definitely is a
2: factor i'd say the problem is though how much this is going to get a lot worse i think um to me because you have oh, those it, games, it can't get better like, with that schedule coming up, like this is going to, the fallout is going to be tough and it's going to be, it's, you know, gonna, it's going to make the Browns question their decision. But he, like you said, he is playing through the injuries and obviously that's probably wise because it's a contract year, but h- how has Kevin Stefanski not told him already, you know, you, you're, you're not ready, you can't play. They told him on that Thursday night game and he sat out. So, like, I know you have the bye this week, you'll get some time and stuff, but man.
0: Frank, like, on a short week, he probably couldn't even move. After only, like, three days of rest, that's why he probably didn't couldn't play. He literally just, like, he couldn't play because it was a Thursday night game. I think eventually he'll get benched. Like, maybe not after the bye, but, like, week 15, 16, like, they'll have to be like, all right, man, this guy's, like, clearly just banged up. Well,
1: by then, they'll be out of the playoff race, so it'll be an easy call.
0: It'll be an easy call, yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, they said last night on the broadcast that J.C. Treader said, like, you people have no idea, like, what Baker Mayfield's going through. I I can only imagine, like, what he has to go through to get ready for practice every day, right? Because, like you said, he's injured on every single part of his body. Get someone working on his shoulder, someone working on every part of his lower leg. I mean, Oh, treatment every,
0: around the clock.
2: That's what I'm saying. 24 24 hours, seven days a week treatment around the clock just to get ready for these games. And. He's not ready for these games. He's limping out there like on one leg.
1: You're right. He's not ready. I mean, look at the way he's playing. He's not ready. It's just as simple as that. And anybody who says otherwise is, is crazy. And do they I not
2: think. see that during the week in practice? Like I, he might be practicing on, on a limited basis, obviously, because he's not ready. But I mean, we've seen consistently even last week against the the game against the Lions, although they won, he played a bad game. He played like shit. Yeah,
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't. Why is Kevin Stefanski not not have enough balls just to make a, a change? And and put, like did Case Keenum really play that badly in the Broncos game? Like they won the he game. He played solid. He played. You know, he did his job. They won. You know, whatever it was, it was a home win. Just Listen. let him go out there again.
2: And and how much worse does he make you? The Browns' strength and the only way this football team wins games is when win games is when they can run the ball. Baker Mayfield, like you said, is not going to win them games. They win games when they run the football for a hundred yards. They rush efficiently and they balance the three tight end sets with some play, play action passing and some deep shots. And that's it. Case Keenum could do that for you. He did it with the Vikings. It's the same scheme. Just go back to what you were good at. Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. can't even make any throw at this point. You're, they're right; he is a little bit scared to throw the ball because I don't think he knows how far he can throw it at this point with all the injuries that he has. And it seems like he's thinking a lot and aiming. That's not how it's supposed to go. A quarterback. It's supposed to flow. He's he's in no flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So now let's talk about the Patriots. So they're obviously on a good end of a kind of a streak right now, you know, they're on a six game winning streak. They have Buffalo this week on Monday night football on the road, which is a massive yeah, wow. game. I'm playing for the division, but just remember Buffalo also had a lot of time off. They played Thursday and on Thanksgiving. So they pretty much two weeks to prepare for this game. Then the Pats have the bye week, and I believe they come out of the bye week, play the Colts and then the bills again. So, you know, the, the schedule is getting tough. They just dominated the Titans from start to finish, but I think they need to capitalize a little bit more in the red zone. Uh, Nick Folk is a beast, though. But during this time, (laughs) averaging 35 points per game, allowing 11, I believe they have 27 takeaways and only four turnovers on their end. So, I mean, pretty dominant football. Good balance of running in the backfield, establishing run. Mac Jones is through for over 300 yards, so he probably had one of his best games of the season. I mean, listen, if you told me right now this is the best team in the AFC, I don't think I could disagree because, to me, there's no one that you can put in front of them
1: yeah absolutely um and i'm not too worried about their schedule coming up actually um i know buffalo's you know had a nice long break but i think they could win i don't see why not especially the way their defense is playing bill belichick will always have them in every game and like they've played some good teams already they blew out the browns they beat the chargers who are a solid football team they just beat the titans this week so and listen they have a good defense that's gonna matter. that's gonna matter in every game you know regardless of the other team is good or not um I mean, this is just like how Tom Brady won his Super Bowls in the early 2000s, right? He was playing safe quarterback play. He wasn't turning it over. He wasn't asked to do much, and the defense was lights out. And that's what we're seeing here. So I don't see why the Patriots can't make a run. Um, and then you said they play the Colts. I mean, like you already know my thoughts on the Colts. That Those are well documented. And by the way, how did they look yesterday? How did Carson Wentz play in the third quarter? So that's another game I'm not too worried about if I'm the Patriots. Um, so it's, it's, they're, it's the, a they're the best. Like, the Patriots are the better football team in every game they're playing. And then, like, they end the season with the Jaguars and Dolphins. Like, they are the better football team in all of these games. There's no reason why they won't win three or four out of their last five games. And, you know, maybe they will be the ones in the AFC. But it, I I still think they'll win their division. Um, They'll definitely be a playoff team. And I'm excited to see them potentially make a run. I think that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, this team, Mac Jones, I, I, I want to give him some credit because i've been a little bit um hesit- i've i've just been hesitant to like give him the all the praise because i do believe that a lot of the throws he's making are easy but after seeing that game yesterday i mean i'm just i think that des- the decisions he makes i mean he made some good throws at kendrick Bourne. i think he had two touchdowns uh yesterday he doesn't play like a rookie at all at all and the patriots like you said, the turnover differential is 27 to 4. Or what was that? 27-4? Yeah, I
2: believe it's 27 to that's, 4. They've only that's turned
0: it over Unreal. And Bill yeah, that's, Belichick, that's, that's how you know it's a Bill Belichick coach team. They're not beating themselves at all. And it's a well-engined oil machine. It feels like all the free agency acquisitions they made, all the draft picks they made, are like exactly what Bill Belichick was hoping for. It feels like Bill Belichick's plan is like. Turning out exactly how he'd hoped for. It just feels like everything's going, everything's going smoothly.
2: Yeah, and I don't think anybody would want to play a game in December and January in Foxborough. So, and you know, no the way. Ravens, who are right now the number one seed in the AFC, have the third r- toughest remaining schedule. So, like you said, Graf, you beat Buffalo. You have those games against Jacksonville and Miami at the end of the season. You could beat the Colts. You play the Bills twice. Like, there's no reason why this team—they look number-
0: a lot better than Buffalo. They that's look what I'm a lot saying. than Buffalo. Yeah, I, I think the, I think they'll Buffalo's, beat them twice.
2: Buffalo's too up. At, they won't beat them twice. I don't think. Just okay, that's, okay. that's a okay, tough ask. Enough. I agree. I don't know. I very, think they
0: will, though. That's my hot take.
2: You don't know what kind of Buffalo you're going to get on a week to week basis. That's the thing. Um, to be fair, though,
0: I'm gonna up. I'm gonna get Bills fans pretty mad. A lot of their blowout wins this year have been versus backup quarterbacks, such as Kobe Brissett, uh, Davis Mills, Taylor Trevor Heineke, Simeon. like Trevor Simeon. Sure, Trevor Simeon, like sure. You guys have yeah, you guys have a high point differential as well. But like four those four wins add up for like 180 points. I mean, you guys blew those teams out like 40 to nothing. I mean, what do you want me to say? I mean, versus starting quarterbacks, they've looked a little vulnerable. I think I I think that doesn't get talked about enough.
2: They just lost a huge piece on their defense. Probably their best player, Tredavious White's gonna be out for this season. Half of the
0: season, ACL, yeah. Yeah, So I mean to him.
2: Maybe they'll split these games, but New England's a better of the two right now. And to be honest with you, maybe we'll see Kansas City. They were hot going into the bye week. Uh, continue that. But nobody else, if I'm the Patriots, really scares me. Everyone is very inconsistent at the top. The Ravens are the best team in the conference. They didn't even look like they wanted to win that football game last night.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're you're 100%. Like, every team has major holes in the AFC, it looks like. The yeah. Patriots are probably the most complete team. And what's their big, what's the Patriots' biggest weakness? Like, where would you even point to? I don't know.
2: I would say like deep passing game, like taking a top off a of defense. So
1: you would say, you would probably say this, like the quarterback. The I would say playmakers,
0: you know? right? I, Cause like you still only yeah. have a Kendrick Bourne, like your, your playmakers they get the, the job best. done though. And, and Bourne Kobe made some Myers. nice plays
1: yesterday. The the thing
2: though, is like, you're playing against a team like New England, uh, like Kansas city or Buffalo in the playoffs, a good example. Like they can take the top off of you in one play. I don't think the mm-hmm. Patriots are a team that could like get that quick score like but and i know that's not how they play to win um that's not their formula and identity but you know they get one turnover on you early they get that first score they chew that clock they play defense you're done
1: you're Mm -hmm. done
0: yeah i don't
1: they're not going to let teams blow the roof off of them consistently like maybe that maybe the team like the chiefs will get one big play but they're not going to be marching up and down to feel like that every single drive anyway
0: the chiefs have looked vulnerable most games offensively, I think the Patriots would make them, would make them look foolish. I think the Patriots yeah, but, would, would do a good job in containing them, I, I think. Like, you look at the Chiefs, their last, like, seven games. The only game they really exploded offensively was versus Las Vegas. And their defense is in shambles.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, they're coming I mean, off the bye week. They, like, they did go on a little win streak, a mini-win streak. But, like, the thing is, I think come playoff time, Kansas City is going to be right there. I don't know if they're going to be at that exact level that they were at last year, but I think it's fair to say that like they are legitimately one of the best teams in the AFC and and they'll be right there. They'll figure things out. They're slowly figuring everything out, which is good. And and they realize the same kind of thing. Like they can't take the top off the defense every single play. We need long, long drives, run the football power run game. They'll figure it out. And if they did play the Patriots, it'll be a three point game in my eyes come playoff time. Like it, it's not going to, the, the Patriots
0: defense can't slow that down that much. Like it's they're a great offense. I don't know, man. The Patriots, like what we're seeing from them defensively, yeah, like. Yeah, but you're not going to blow somebody out in the playoffs. The Chiefs
1: are weird though, because like, yes, they're on a four game winning streak and they're looking better. But in those four wins, they've scored 20, 13, 41, and 19. So three out of those four games were relatively low scoring. Yeah, outside was, the
0: Raiders game. It's was, was like,
1: good. I don't really know what to make of the Chiefs right now. I mean, yes, they're playing better, but like not in the typical Chiefs way that we would expect.
0: No, definitely, but
2: I think come play like to me, come playoff time, like I don't, I don't. Wouldn't say that they'll beat New
1: England, but I think they're going to keep a game close. Yeah, I think it'll be close, and I think it is fair to say the Chiefs might be the second or third best team in the AFC right now, just because everybody else is so like like I don't know what to make of them. Like maybe the Titans when they get healthy, the Ravens. I don't, I don't, I just don't know what to make of the Ravens, but they are the one seed, Um, and then nobody else is really even close
2: that's the good thing to take away from it the Patriots are the only team that's not an unknown in the AFC and that's why uh, I, I think, think
0: the Ra- I think the Ravens are still good it's just that I saw a good point made by someone on ESPN I think it was get up today that like Lamar's not a consistently good enough passer like could he do it four games in a row he, he Lamar has shown flashes of being a, a phenomenal passer this season early on in the season even you know as of late but it's just like consistency with is not there all the time and, and we saw it last four, night
2: he threw four picks last
1: night he threw three yeah, yeah. i mean his passing numbers are awful this season they're really just not good 12 interceptions is not a good look for somebody who's trying to prove themselves as an elite passer
2: and like the ravens injuries are catching up to them regardless of what people want to say or not and, uh, yeah, but, be,
0: but Lamar has the most passing yards like he he's he's been throwing he's been slinging it like he has a lot of passing yards i think like a decent amount of passing touchdowns i mean he has been taking a lot more risks this year i think that's part of the reason why he has 12 picks but you know no last night was inexcusable the four the four picks i mean that definitely hurt big time
1: yeah last
2: night. Was- a lot of them were on him a lot most mostly all those interceptions last night were on him so yeah, which mm-hmm. ones
0: weren't on him i think i mean i don't i think all of them were on him uh, i mean the one was kind of
2: like a tip uh a tip ball um and I think I think Denzel Ward got it off the ground, so I would say maybe that one. I mean, he did make that phenomenal play on third down and goal. That was
0: nice, I'm, yeah.
2: To win them the game, so like they, that's listen, that's all that matters at the end of the day. They won the game, but they're eight and three. Third toughest schedule remaining. Like to me, the rate, like they'll make the playoffs, sure, but I'm not, I wouldn't treat them as a serious contender. Like I could see anybody in the AFC knocking anybody out. Besides almost doing them, like I could see the Bengals knocking them out, not, would knock them out. Maybe the Chargers, if they play their best game, knock them out. Um, I, I really think it could be anywhere. Even It's if wide open. Get, I'm I excited. See them
1: knock somebody out. Yeah, I, I think that's going to make it really interesting, which is exciting. Oh, extremely interesting. It's the most wide open we've ever seen, probably, I mean, at least yeah. in recent memory. Um, but let's transition now. Let's talk about the NFC side of things. Let's talk about the Rams, man. What's going on there? their last three games, they're losing an average by 18 to almost 32. So they're losing these games by an average of 14 points. And if you ask me, like the Packers game last night was really a lot worse than the score indicated, I think, I mean, for a bunch of reasons, but I mean, so they're on a three game losing streak, the Rams, right? And then their previous three wins are versus the Giants, Lions and Texans. So they haven't really done anything impressive this whole season. They beat the Bucs in week three. And I think Pretty much their whole season hinges on that. Like, oh, we beat the reigning Super Bowl champions. Because outside of that, they lost to the Cardinals the one time they played. You got embarrassed by them at home. Yeah, like what have they done? And, you know, I think a lot of the this, I hate to say it, but a lot of the blame for this losing streak goes on Matt Stafford. He's turned the ball over six times in the last three games and bad interceptions too, might I add. Like the the pick six yesterday was not good. Um, I think he's actually thrown a pick six in three straight games. And, you know, he's costing them. He's hurting them. They've gotten blown out by three teams in a row. Um, right. They got blown out on Sunday night football by the Titans. They just don't look good defensively. They're not playing up to their standards based on their talent and offensively, they, they just can't get in a rhythm. I don't know what the problem is. They, they got a lot to figure out though.
0: Yeah. It's so uncharacteristic of McVay's teams to like do this, even with golf. I don't think we ever saw like golf, like turn the ball over this much. Sure. He's, golf never, been on a good three
2: game. He's never been on a three game losing streak.
0: McVeigh, right.
2: Never, mm-hmm. never that sounds yeah, right so
0: I, exactly that's, that's all you need to know about you know it it doesn't feel like the rams i mean i, I don't know what's going on these past three games you want me um, to tell you what
2: the problem is i could tell let's you let's see your friend go ahead mcfay's offenses are based off simple simple zone running schemes and play action passing matt stafford came and he implemented some implemented some of the stuff that he used with the lions okay and he wants to go to that and they've been going to that early because he's been struggling in the first quarter the rams just need to run the ball Daryl Henderson's finally starting to get healthy. You have Sony, Michelle, run the ball, open up the play action, passing, use McVay's offense, use a system that's been in place. It works. It worked for Jared Goff. He had a great season with Todd really that one year. Jared Goff was in an MVP race at one time yeah. that year. Okay. Matthew Stafford is a, a good quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. You just need to do what McVeigh has. And he's been thrown in these games early on in the first quarter. They're down in these, the game's over before it even started. Run the ball, establish the run, play action pass. That's the way you're going to win. It's been too much of Matthew Stafford's offense with the Lions, drop back passing, and losing Robert Woods sucks. He's your best run blocking receiver, and he does all the dirty work for you underneath routes and et cetera. And they'll figure it out with o- with OBJ and Van Jefferson, who made some okay plays yesterday, and Cooper Cup. But it's as simple as that. You need to start with establishing the run. And Stafford just has to accept the fact that he's not an elite quarterback. We need to use McVay system, establish the run, and go from there. You have Michelle and Henderson. Sure, it's not great but it, it's better than than Matthew Stafford losing these games in the first quarter and turning the ball over. Yeah, they got to yeah, exactly. do the play-action passes. He could do it. Just go back to that. You get the Jaguars this week. You could basically practice anything. Go back to what worked for you. Simple.
0: Yeah, they got to get their act together. They're seven and four right now. The They're Niners on are one game team. behind. Who pl- only yeah Niners, only yeah. one game behind with the tiebreaker, might we add. Because they yeah. beat them and they embarrassed they them, them in San Fran, and they play one more time. So I mean, if the track record of you know Shanahan beating McVeigh continues, we could see the Niners ahead of the Rams. I mean, I don't know. We were high on the Rams coming into the season. This like has been a suddenly random but weird crash. They they were started off seven and one. We, everything looked good, and then these last three games have. I mean, it's it's been a little bit shocker to me.
2: To me, Can I told you, that. like I said, I I think there's a formula for the Rams to win, and they need to go back to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you I mean what, what
0: other statement wins do they have other than the Bucks in the first seven? They
1: beat the Colts, which you the know Colts. me like once again, not okay, impressive. That's wasn't not even that's a not convincing the... win that they had against the that Colts. That wasn't, wasn't was
0: a convincing win. Yeah, it wasn't. And that. then they
1: beat the Seahawks. They're not great. They beat the Bears, not good. And then well, as I said, was they with, beat the that Lions, was Geno
0: Smith in week in the second half. Uh Geno Smith in yeah. the second half of that game. So, so that's not really it. They really, an impressive and game. then they got
1: blown up by the Cardinals. Um, You know, they haven't done much. And I think a lot of this is their defense. I mean, they're getting shredded. You know, their defense isn't making plays. They were the number one defense in the NFL last year.
0: Yeah, exactly. 32 I mean, points a game let up. I mean, they were like.
1: Yeah, over the three game losing streak. It's it's really bad. Losing Brandon Staley
2: uh, is showing that it hurt a lot. But you have so much I don't. Is it,
0: is it just Brandon Staley, though? I feel like the disciples under him could like. You know, they also lost, I mean, like some guys in the second like John, John Johnson.
2: Johnson, Troy Hill. Troy I mean, Hills. listen, you, know, you, you got Von Miller. You still have Leonard Floyd. And you have the two best defensive Aaron players. In football. And
0: Jalen Rand. I mean, yeah, talent.
2: Excuses. You, you have talent. Jordan Fuller is a good young player. Um, Sebastian Joseph Day's defense on the defensive line. Greg Gaines. Like, you have some guys. Taylor Rapp. Like, there's no – we got to stop making excuses for them. This is one of the most talented teams at football, if not number one. The most, Win football yeah. games. Go they back try to your number one. Go back yeah.
0: to know, you. You guys think they can turn it around? Yeah. What do you guys think?
1: I mean, people, maybe they, they get the, they get the Jaguars, but then they're they're at Arizona the next week, and you know, so that's Monday night not, football. They're going to go on a two go game winning streak,
0: right? That's Monday night football. That's high. That's a big game. Yeah, I would
1: argue that's a must win for them. Honestly, they're not so. winning the division. They're the wild card at this point. It looks like that, that. that's such well, a big deal. I don't know, can...
0: because the Cardinals are nine and three. They're Car- they're, they're nine and three. Arizona, two, right? nine not, two. Oh, not oh, yeah, it's gonna be. And that's gonna be tough to catch him you're gonna right. have to
2: beat them on a football listen you could beat them with that formula you just
1: have to go back to mcveigh's offense go back i do man
2: don't running scheme tyler murray's
1: gonna be rested he's gonna be healthy you know they're they're winning games with with whoever a quarterback like colt McCoy. cardinals are just don't disrespect colt mccoy yeah and, i mean and the Marcus,
0: i mean they got a good pass there's golden I, chandler jones i was, was, was thinking
1: was mike was. glennon in my head for a second but yeah colt mccoy i mean they're winning games with him um, and yeah, like they have a great pass rush. I mean, they're just great everywhere. Hopkins Mike Glenn is, is our quarterback,
0: our our backup. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that this Cardinals team, they they've been putting up points, they've been impressive, and now everybody's gonna be healthy. They're just clicking on all cylinders. Like, but yeah, it's probably a must-win for the Rams. They can't they can't lose five or six games because being a wild card team in this current playoff structure is so tough, and it's also like this is like a a winner the
0: bucks Bucks won it last
1: year the Bucks won last year as a wildcard team it's all about getting hot at the right but also there were no fans i still think that plays a part and yeah and listen at the end of the day like if the rams don't win this year like they're screwed like 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 i can't imagine one more year year,
0: right maybe but they're gonna lose
1: some more pieces and it's like i've never seen a team go so all in in the nfl like I just I just never seen this. I don't
0: know, The NFL nothing's guaranteed. It's it's a one week yeah. it's a one and not I don't know. It's Many not like the NBA for
1: reasons. I feel Nothing like the like NFL the
0: is yeah, it's the NBA. If you like stack talent like the Rams are doing, you win a championship. I mean it just happens. hundred percent. But I don't think you could do that in the NFL and just automatically win.
1: This is like the Heat Big Three or like the the Warriors with KD. I mean, like they have Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the same team. Like, are you kidding me?
0: And Von Von Miller's not washed. Like, Von Miller's still a very elite pass rusher. That's what I'm saying. And then you have Matt
1: Stafford and Cooper Cup and Odell on offense. Like, on paper, it's like, oh, my God, that's not even fair. But, like, they're just not winning games. All
0: right. Let's move on to the NBA side of things. Talk about our New York Knicks. Me and Frank. Uh, me and frank's in new york next so you know i i got some news today um that kind of caught me off guard in the afternoon i believe i was in you know anthropology class and kemba walker got cut kemba Kemba, kemba walker got cut oh, oh no, my bad kemba walker didn't get cut kemba walker got i mean look basically got cut but he is cut from the rotation yeah tom thibodeau has announced that he will not no longer be in the rotation. Um, Alec Burks will be the, the team's starting point guard. Derek Rose will stay on the bench with Emmanuel quickly. And look, I said cut, everyone freaked out. It's essentially a John Wall situation. He's not going to play again. He, he's going to be on the bench, maybe watching the t- with the team and like suit up potentially, but he's not actually going to get any more minutes. So you want to call it, um, you know, just not being cut short. But if he if he's not tra- if he if they can't trade him by the deadline can't find a trade partner which I don't think they they will be able to they'll buy him out or they will like they cut him it, like, he's gonna he's not gonna be on the team come playoff time I can assure you that it's been 20, 22 games I believe for the next, or twenty games excuse me they're eleven and nine um, Kemba Walker has the worst the worst plus minus on the team at minus one twenty two. He has been so horrendous sorry. for the Knicks this season. Um, you know, I think the biggest problem with just having Kemba and this whole experiment has been defensively. He he's been terrible. Um, him and Fournier. I think Fournier's actually puts some effort defensively, and he's been improved as a defender. But for, but Kemba just can't bring it. He he's too undersized. He's like six one, right? I mean he's he, he I mean he's a horrible defender. And then offensively. He's not involved enough in the offense where it's worth, you know, keeping him around for how bad he is defensively in his defensive struggles. So he is such a negative on both ends at this point that and he's shooting inefficiently, might I add. So it's it's just like at this point, what's the point of keeping him around if he's gonna hurt us that much? It it feels like we get off to these big deficits to start games off. And then our bench unit with Alec Burks, Emmanuel Quickly, and Derek Rose have to rally us back in these games. You saw the Hawks game. With the youthful Knicks starting lineup, where they had Jericho Sims, um, R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, um, Obi Toppin, and I'm forgetting—I'm like forgetting one name in that starting lineup that I shouldn't be forgetting. Mitch Robinson. Oh no, no, that's not Mitch. But anyways, they ran a youthful starting five with it was Sims, Toppin, Quickly, Barrett, and there's one more guy I'm forgetting. Randall? No, because it was it was all guys under twenty. I think Grimes. I think it was Grimes. I think it was Grimes, because it was all guys under they 21. They not start
2: that lineup, though.
0: They didn't start the lineup. I'd say they play with the lineup a lot, if you watch the <laughs> Hawks game, which I don't know if you did. Yeah, you
2: I said did. youthful starting five. That's
0: oh, I, I, my, my my mistake then, my mistake. Because yeah, I mean that lineup was very effective. And just overall, when Kemba was resting versus the Hawks, I mean, we won by nine points. We won the game without with Kemba resting. So, yeah, as, as a Knicks fan, I'm not really too mad at this move i'm actually more happy i, I wish kemba nothing but the best um you know it, it's kind of sad it didn't work out at the end because i was really hoping that this this duo of kemba and fournier coming in would really help our offense and that our defense would still stay afloat hasn't you know worked out that way but you know we, we move on
2: uh yeah i i get that um but at the same time like this South fans kind of warned us about this right so, I mean, I'm not really surprised. He has the worst plus minus of any starting player in the NBA. And the Knicks have the worst defensive rating in basketball when he's on the floor. So look to numbers. We called for Thibs to make a rotation change a few weeks ago. He finally did. They're playing better. So keep it that way. Uh, like I said, find a trade partner. If not, buy him out. He's what, two two years, $8 million? It's no big But th- deal.
0: The last year's not guaranteed. It's just one year, $8 million, pretty yeah, much. So-
2: We'll 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 cut our losses if we have to. It's not
0: even cutting a loss. I mean, it's literally just it's not because it's a one year deal. So he's, yeah, like he's already on the books. Fire deal, yeah.
2: So yeah, I'm fine with moving on from him. I he just doesn't bring any he does not like it's like Randall's the point guard pretty much. Like he brings up the ball. He the offense all facilitates through him. So Walker can't knock down three point shots. He's an undersized guard. He doesn't want to put effort in on defense. He's not a good defender. He gets attacked in pick and roll. What do you expect?
0: Well, he he puts effort in with the charges. He takes him charges. I I think just it's too small right it just
1: yeah i mean i mean like this wasn't too surprising to me i know you guys thought kemba walker would like revive his career in new york but like anybody else who watched celtics games that pretty much the entire nba kind of knew he was watching there's a reason no team wanted him um he's lost his quick burst that's why he's not that good offensively anymore He doesn't create the separation like he used to defensively he's just like the worst possible type of guy you could have out there he's small he doesn't give much effort you know he doesn't have long arms you know so it's not surprising And yeah i mean putting alec burks out there Derek rose much better score uh, quickly the youth the energy there there's zero reason for kemba walker be playing in this team in this team and i think dibs got this one right
0: yeah now you give you give um alec burks more minutes he'll start the point guard that's key um i also think it's key that Obi toppen will probably get more minutes as a result of just one guy being cut from the rotation because Obi's only averaging 15 minutes a game, but he's been fantastic in this in, in just in the lineups. So I want to see more minutes for Obi. I want to see more minutes for D Rose, even though that won't happen because you know the injury risk and and all that, he'll be on a, a restriction. But yeah, quickly getting more minutes is exciting. Burks, I'm I'm excited because this team was already deep enough. I, I think like maybe RJ now could do some some more. I mean, maybe RJ, because he's struggled really mightily this year, which we don't want I mean, He's been bad, like shooting 40, under 40% from the field and 31 from three. I mean, he's been terrible. Um, and Randall, I mean, Randall has kind of had a down year too. So maybe just resetting the clock to last year again with like just adding Fournier helps us somewhat. Cause Fournier's been putting in buckets. I mean, he had 20 points versus the Hawks. Hey.
2: He did good in the Lakers game, especially early did good in on. The Lakers he game too. Yeah, exactly. The
0: so he, he's been hooping as of late.
2: Yeah. He's just kind of like, like this just makes so much sense though like if you watch nicks games you could clearly tell even people that don't watch basketball could be like wow those guys are good like and you could just see the energy that they play with when guys like quickly and topping it on the floor this guy kemba walker doesn't belong in the nba anymore like oh
0: God. i mean you know he's he's gonna man, maybe i don't
1: know the lakers are gonna pick him up and be, be like well, oh, why here. is kemba walker in the nba and isaiah thomas isn't like legitimately same point yeah I, well like, because
0: you know why i'll answer that because the last time IT made the All Star game was like five years ago. And then the last time Kemba was two years ago, quite fra- I mean, he made it 2020. So that's yeah, why. To answer your question, on that's one. why. He was
1: only- no, the, I mean, wasn't that was no, Isaiah the Thomas's Celtics. MVP season in 2018. That's the though?
0: Celtics, though, the, the first year the Celtics uh, got him, he made the All Star starting five. I don't
2: he's know, free. He's yeah, so, all
0: past. He's Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the reason why. I mean, that's the reason why he's in the NBA. It had his uh, 2017 right his MVP. Right, well, maybe
1: season. he should not be in the NBA, but he's just not good anymore. Like he's, he's I just he, don't think. I, I would rather have Isaiah Thomas on my team right now. That's all I'm saying. But Kemba no, Walker.
0: no chance. Kemba Kemba's, Walker's
1: awful. Like I don't. I know, I know you guys but like
0: Kemba. No, Kemba has a more of a burst. Like I, I was watching a lot of Kemba this year. He is yeah, more of a burst than Isaiah Thomas does. Like at least he shows some. Yeah, he provides, of like, like, doing a, something.
2: He, he's not a. Gr- he's a horrible three point shooter as well.
0: And no, no this not, year, this year he made threes. This year he did.
2: He's not a Kemba. playmaker either. He doesn't Wait, play Kemba,
0: Kemba. Kemba was shooting like forty percent from three this year.
1: Not recently. In his first. No, no, five no, years, no, no,
0: no. Because you, know, you know he shot fifty. He started off at fifty-eight percent. So I think you're. Yeah, right. I mean did, that's did probably did down, skewed
1: by the Bulls game where he shot like seven of seven from three out of nowhere yeah, so and then he just he fell off the face of the earth. One like
0: percent from that. three. Which you know, in his last game, he had seventeen points with the Knicks. His last Knicks game, seventeen points. Five for 11, three for six from three. I
2: really don't think it's his last game, though, Ben. I, I do think he's going to get or, some minutes. Okay, eventually. okay,
0: maybe, maybe not his last game. Uh, maybe I'm over exaggerating.
2: Yeah, but, I, I really don't know if he's going to get caught completely out of the rotation. I just think he's going to play less minutes. I don't know if he'll do, get- you
0: heard Tibbs said out of the rotation. That means like Kevin Knox minutes which is like zero unless you're getting blowed out.
2: I don't know if, I don't know if they're, they're willing to go that far, but I'd like him to go that far. He shouldn't be playing anymore.
0: No, they, they will go down. I I think they will. Cause Hopefully. I think he would say the bench then right though. Like why would he not say the bench? Like he's saying out of the rotation, but
2: yeah. Well, it might just be for now too briefly, like for a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, nothing's permanent anyway. Oh, mm-hmm. someone that's out of the rotation is now out of the league. Luke Walton. Um, Thank He should have been out of the league for a long time. He's terrible. He went 69-93 and 93 as the Kings head coach. I think we said that was, what, fourth? Fourth uh, all-time for the Kings or something like that? Didn't we say I,
0: something? I, I don't remember us saying that, but it could yeah, have been. Yeah, I don't know. Gentry, but now Gentry. they
2: replaced him with Alvin Gentry. Uh, the Kings went on to beat the Blazers and Lakers after his firing. So that just tells you uh, how, how much the players wanted to win since he was not there anymore. Uh, they're third in points per game in the last week since his firing, kind of more of a fast-paced offensive style with the Aaron Thank Fox you. at the helm, which makes more sense. We were also saying that they were playing with a really slow pace before. So it's a good move to change. But listen, I've said this over and over again. The Kings' problem is they've struggled in draft classes, drafting players and drafting talent. Luke Wallen sucked. The only reason why he got a job is because the Warriors streak and the Lakers, he didn't deserve a job. He didn't deserve this job in the first place. I think anyone that's watched basketball over the last
1: five or so years could tell you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think more we talked about this. Was it last week or two weeks ago we talked about this topic? I think it might've actually been last week right before the firing. I mean, the writing was on the wall. It was clear as day. He was gone. It was just a matter of when, and yeah, like we can talk about like their draft history all they want, but like right now they have a solid young core of players um, and they have underachieved the last two years. So it'll be interesting to see if Alvin Gentry can you know, rally. These guys maybe get the 10 seed, the nine seed. Um, Cause I, I, really like, I think they have the talent to do it. I mean, De'Aaron Fox is a great player in this league. Um, Marvin Bagley has been in the rotation and he's actually been yeah. playing well. Um, You know, who would have thought the second overall pick had some talent. I mean, sitting him and not doing anything with him was just the dumbest thing ever. But the front office deserves some blame for that. So, yeah, I think this is a team that can, you know, make a run in terms of finally sniff the playoffs, which they really haven't done ever in the past 15 years.
0: Yeah. So they're two and two or no, they're two and three with Alvin Gentry, right? Because the three losses they've had to Utah, uh, Memphis, and then um, the Sixers. Okay, three losses. But yeah, it's really promising that they're third in points per game. And like I said, I mean, they had one of the slowest paced, um, they were one of the slowest paced teams in the NBA with De'Aaron Fox as your point guard. I mean, that is inexcusable with a young team. So, you know, just getting the ball out and transition more is definitely something that I mean, I don't think really any genius would have would have would have figured out that that works. (laughs) Um, and then, you know, as for Marvin Bagley, finally just putting him in the game, you know, they, they just Luke Wallen refused to give Bagley any minutes. I think their relationship was really torn because when Bagley or when, when Wallen tried to sub Bagley in, Bagley declined, like he's like, I'm not going in the game. So I think their relationship was definitely torn to, to pieces. Maybe Dentry and him have a little bit of a, a more civil relationship. Maybe it's not necessarily the best because Gentry is still a part of Luke Wallen's coaching staff. So, I don't know if that relationship's the best.
2: But I mean, I think it's just using his brain, though. Like, this is this guy was the second overall pick. He needs to be playing, he's better than the guys that you have in there. But I'm
0: just talking because I mean, Bagley declined to go in that one time when Walton tried he to sub him in versus he was Sons. probably pissed that he was out of the rotation. Getting no minute. Now- yeah, getting no minute. Yeah, exactly. like
2: Christian Thompson shouldn't be getting minutes over Marvin Bagley. It doesn't take a genius to know that. It's it's simple.
0: Yeah. And I mean, Buddy Heald also, I thought that was really misutilized. Um, and he had a great For game sure. versus the Lakers. Look at that. Oh, as soon as he's gone, look at Buddy Heald going off versus the Lakers in that, in that triple overtime game um, where they win, right? They, won they that have game. a lot
2: of talent, really, in the backcourt. And they do have a lot of wings. Like, think about it. Halliburton, Davion Mitchell, Heald, De'Aaron Fox. Like, you got some pieces there, man. Like, you got something to build off. Mm-hmm. You You have hit on these last two draft picks. It's just a head co- head coach as a catalyst for something like this. I don't, you know, know, the, the ultimately I don't know. The, the baggy,
0: pick, the Bagley picks ultimately going to set them back though.
2: Yeah, definitely. And exactly. multiple yeah, picks. Nick, Nick Stauskas, we talked about like they, they, they've sold on a lot of them, but we got to go forward now. we got to move forward. Maybe Bagley mm-hmm. can be a contributor for this team. He's talented. The guy was the second overall pick.
0: Yeah. I mean, they gave him 35, like they, they they're they starting to give him more minutes, which is, you know, Just a very encouraging sign. And we're still early in the season. So there's a lot more time for him to get more minutes. Maybe at worst, just improve his trade value at least to get him, you know, to get him somewhere just before the deadline. But I I would like to keep him though. I would look to keep Bagley, not try to trade him. So I think trading him would just be selling his value short because you would have to give up like, or you would have to only get back like what one first rounder, maybe, probably not.
1: Yeah. From a contender. Probably like a
0: second rounder. Yeah. So it would be a bad move if you, yeah
1: but they're just oh, misutilizing yeah. all of them though i mean they're starting Chemezi, metu and marquis or Mo Harkless over like buddy healed and uh and marvin bagley yeah, which i don't get at three, all
0: and, yeah play the three guards i don't know alvin gentry won't play buddy like, Heald.
1: buddy Heald has like the size out. to be I, I buddy Heald could be a small one oh, he's like 65 yeah, he'll Heald be a little could be undersized three
0: guard, or or like what three three not a guard
1: i just think i don't know i think their rotations are whack um i just think a lot of the things they do are weird I think they misutilize players a lot i think buddy he'll misutilize his whole career um so we'll see if alvin gentry can get them on track but let's <laughs> to talk be honest,
0: about so, oh, it okay, ahead. i don't think alvin gentry though is gonna like make all the difference just because he's a part of the same coaching staff as yeah. luke wall no, like, but he
1: he's luke been a solid higher. head coach in the nba you know he's he's I don't done know, i mean things. whereas luke I, don't Walt, know, no. Actually,
0: I agree you know i agree with that yeah
1: Luke Walton has been nothing but like a joke his whole career. I feel like as far as coaching has gone, even coach, um, so Alvin, Alvin a Gentry
0: had some solid seasons with the Pelicans, but right. And they, they, they
1: want, if they want a playoff series or two, like the, he's, he's done some things in the NBA. Whereas Luke but Walton the Pelicans still
0: should have never fired. Um, they, what, what the, the coach of the Suns, Monte, I'm literally forgetting his name right now.
1: Uh, Monty, Monty Williams.
0: Monty Williams. They, they, the Pelicans yeah. should have never fired Monty Williams because they, they replaced Monty with Alvin Gentry and, that was a mistake, but anyways.
1: yeah, well, who would, I mean, who would have seen his success coming, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but let's talk about another team. That's kind of competing for the same spot as the Kings right now, the bottom of the West conference playoffs, um, the Timberwolves, they have won six out of seven. They're now 10 and 10. And this is a team we talked about a few weeks ago that they were on like a massive losing streak. And it seems like cat wanted out and he was sick and tired of everything. Um, they're currently the seventh seed in the West. And ironically, they're sitting at 500, which is the same as the Lakers. So that's, you know, that's pretty funny. They've played well. They've won six of seven, as I mentioned. They beat the Heat uh, this week. They just beat the Sixers in double overtime, so they have some wins. And then defensively, they've played a lot better. Um, they're, they allowed only ninety points in four straight games uh, over the last like weekish, and they've just played better. It isn't just Cat anymore. Anthony Edwards is really coming into his own. I'd say uh, D'Angelo Russell's gotten better. I think they've been starting Patrick Beverly, and you know maybe that has something to do with their improved uh, defensive identity, but this is a team that is shaping up to maybe sneak into the playoffs as an 8 or a 9 seed. Um cuz obviously I think the Nuggets and Lakers will get it together and overtake them in the standings, but I think they could definitely be a playoff team if they keep playing like this, but at the same time it's like it's the Timberwolves in the blink of an eye I feel like they can go on a 10 game losing streak and like we'd be sitting here saying, "Oh, what's wrong with the Timberwolves?" I don't
0: know. I think it's different because I I think the key defensively has been Jared Vanderbilt. They're starting to give him a lot more minutes and I mean he's he's making a really strong case for all nba first team um i think that's been huge patrick beverly it's been a huge addition for them um obviously kat isn't the best defender and Ant i guess it's weird Ant's a really streaky defender because he has like the tools to be a great one he doesn't bring it every night d i mean we know he is on the on the defensive end he's not he's not the best but i mean i think the role players they have around Cat, low and um excuse me, Kat D'Lo and Ant, are enough, I mean, for them to be a, a very strong defensive unit, and then offensively, if D'Lo's, you know, doing anything near his 2019 net stays, where he's averaging 25 points a game, or not 25, but like 22-ish points a game, you know, knocking down cold-blooded threes in the fourth quarter, being the clutch option for the team, this is a scare. this could be a scary offensive team too, with Anthony Edwards, who's probably one of the most pure uh, this is probably one of the best pure scores in the NBA already I don't think that's even a hot take and then Kat's the best center uh, the offensively gifted center you know we've ever seen I think
2: I mean I don't know I I really do think we we just talked about this team two weeks ago when they were on a three game losing streak and Kat said this can go really bad to 13 or whatever like it's a long NBA season there's 82 games I'm not changing my stance on whether I Feel with the Timberwolves. Like,
0: I if, think they were on a six game losing streak, and then they—they, they, I think they're one They've won like seven, like they've won like seven, I, six of the last. I still seven, think, I think
2: they're the same team. I, I think they're a playing team at best. Yeah, um, I don't
0: know at best maybe maybe
2: a six, maybe a six seed at best. Um, okay,
0: I really yeah, the Lakers
1: aren't going to finish below them in the
0: yeah, standings. Really this it's not going to happen. That's really fair. That's fair. I really
2: don't think they'll go any higher. But I think that's a good start. You got to start somewhere, right? Um, and you mm-hmm. have a lot of potential to build off of. And good, maybe they're finding their identity with this new defensive style with some more minutes for Jared Vanderbilt and Patrick Beverly inserted into the starting lineup. Um, hopefully, D'Angelo Russell, can come back to his days, like you said, with the Nets, I mean, he's one of the most exciting players to watch in
0: the NBA. He got the Nets to the playoffs that year are by himself. I mean... Oh, come on. The Nets had Spencer Dimity, Karis LeVert. The Nets had some yes, guys. But he, Joe but he was the
2: leader on that team, and he was a star okay, player. Okay, he was a leader, yes. He was, like I mean, he was
0: like a Randall in the next last year. Like, there was he, guys yeah, that he helped was, him out, though.
2: He was great. So, I mean... And then Anthony Edwards, you know, the sky's the limit. You've already talked about him as a scorer. He has the tools to be a good defender. This, he's in his second year, the sky's the limit. Same thing with Carl Anthony Towns. Someone's just got to push him to be the best. He is, like you said, one of the most offensively gifted centers in basketball. He's got to get that mentality there with it, leadership mindset. This guy could be right up there with Embiid and Jokic. Uh,
0: I mean, really I think can. he's i think he's the, arguably the most gifted center. I don't think offensively he's up there all with them. time.
2: I don't know if he's like he's up there with them. He up there. He he's gotta push himself to that next level because if he can, they can. Really I think get-
0: I think Kat's disrespected that was so so. Hard. I, I get his like leader. I get his his leadership is questioned, but, but I don't think I don't think it's. But Frank, see, this is the the argument that pisses me off. He's in Minnesota. What do you want him to win? Look you what can't Randall did last yourself. year with the Knicks. Look what yeah, ran Frank, last year with Randall did. Yeah, Frank. Randall, they had a lot more talent. RJ Barrett played phenomenal. I mean, they had a deep team. Alec Burks, Emmanuel quickly, all averaged like 10 points Bro, a game. Come on, Derek They started 14 out for points. And a game. Reggie
2: Bullock. You're telling me some of these team, Reggie teams. Reggie Bullock was a 10 better.
0: point per game guy shooting like 43%. Like they, it was a deep okay. team last year.
2: Deep team. I think you're also just like a cat fanboy and you're too light on him. I think I I just think
0: I think it's an unfair narrative just to like say it's his fault for them not making the playoffs, though, like it's all his fault that they haven't won.
2: They haven't even been in anything.
0: But it's tough in the Western Conference, Frank, I think a lot I think that says more about the GM and stuff like you got to put some pieces around the guys, you know, you
2: got to put some blame on your best player. Accountability,
0: but, he, but but look, but look at his individual stats. I mean, he's been incredible. He's he's look at his stats. I mean, he there's you can't play any better than that. Yeah, you but we talked about this we talked, about this. we talked about this. 50, yeah. 40. I mean,
1: it's the same thing with Devin Booker. Like, who cares what number he's putting up? Nobody cared about Devin Booker until exactly like, Chris as Paul as came you know, around and he
0: won. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because Devin Booker wasn't putting up empty stats. Before well no chris but paul? it's just
1: like nobody cares until you start to win and then they got chris paul and they won yeah, it was, but was, it
0: was it Devin booker's fault that the Suns weren't winning no not necessarily it
1: not. but it's just like nobody cares nobody's really gonna like buy stock okay, that, in i i
0: don't i don't even i don't care if anybody cares but i'm saying it's well, it's not his fault i
1: but I, what i'm saying is like and then like the one time that the timberwolves win is because they bring in jimmy butler i don't know it he's never it's
0: been because the you need players, players. On it's a because you need good uh carl anthony towns i mean yeah pro- yeah he, but like i said i mean the only time he's had a, a playoff roster was with jimmy butler that one year yeah.
2: and and jimmy butler left because he was soft he brought in his boy d and now they have anthony edwards but so no
0: what, i mean excuse, what excuse so do we have year, for him this, this there's this year there's no excuse, I think, excuse have- I think they're legit i think they're legit this year i think they could they playing this
1: year. yeah yeah it'd be a colossal disappointment i just
0: think play. like the i think we're past it as an NBA fan base to blame certain players for not winning. I mean, what happened with Troy Young? Is it that you're averaging thirty points a game, ten assists? Hawks like finished with twenty-five wins. Oh, uh, Hawks think like oh, you're in the league, though. It's Trey Young's fault, right? Oh, but Devin Booker then is a better example. He's like the same guy as Cat. He missed the playoffs his first like seven years in the NBA. Yeah, and it everybody just blamed him. Booker sucked. Yeah, but unfairly, unfairly blamed him. Unfairly blamed him.
1: I don't know. I just think. Especially Cat, he has a lot of holes in his game. People question the leadership, and you oh, know the reason, the reason why
0: he the reason
1: why he's not up there with the reason why he's not up there with Cat with Embiid or Jokic because like they both Embiid and Jokic have like this game changing ability. Embiid's an all NBA defender. Jokic it's is like the best passing nar- thing we've nah, ever it's seen. It's very
0: narrative, like base that driven. I think with like why he's not compared with them. Because look well, at Bam I out of bio for example. Good. No, he's look at Bam good. though. Look at Bam out of bio. No, okay, yes. Maybe a little, maybe not like a, a tier below, but look at oh. Bam at a bio. People say Bam at a bio is better than Cat just because the Heat made the finals. Well, yeah, I'm that's sorry, ridiculous. but that's ridiculous. The winning, see, the people just the NBA, but you gotta have to like it's not an individual player's fault for the team. It's like saying, oh, like, um, what's an NFL quarterback that's you know just. I've been on a losing team. It's just blaming a quarterback for like the Matt team Ryan losing.
1: every year. Like, but
0: you can't blame the, just the one guy. I mean, it, it's just, it takes a lot of people, man. I
2: understand that, but it's not like he hasn't had talent around him before. That's like the, thing the that one they year, they talent,
0: year they had talent. They, they, they made the playoffs. And then last year they were injured. Like last year they were like, like D'Lo missed like 50, Cat missed like 40 games last year too. And Ant played a lot, but I mean, he was a rookie.
1: I just like, in the NBA, it really only takes one guy to make the playoffs. I feel like. like if you want to talk about like actually winning, then sure, you need a bunch of things to go right. But to just one LeBron the playoffs,
0: James or Kevin Durant, completely disagree. Look at the Knicks last year. Look we at Steph play- Curry. Look at Steph Curry. He missed the playoffs. I mean, you have Steph Curry playing like they an MVP the play and in missed the, tournament, the at least
2: Yeah,
1: but they, they, they made missed the, play.
0: the playoffs, guys. I mean, with Steph Curry, I we love Steph Curry. He's the best player in the league.
1: So do he, we he not count the play-in in as in the playoffs anymore? anymore? Like, I don't know how that works.
2: We Wait, don't hold that? to that standard because he's an AAU softy. That's why.
0: Wait, AAU what? soft? I'm going to be, what?
2: That's what they said. That's what Jeremy Butler was saying. They're saying, oh, all these new guys, cats are a good example. A kid that played AAU, he's all soft, this, this, and that. That's the new NBA.
1: So I'm that's confused what
0: I'm with your set. I mean, oh, you're
1: not talking about Steph Curry. You're talking about, you're like, cats. You're I'm talking, talking about cat.
0: yeah. I don't I think that's just incredibly unfair. I mean, look, I don't know. I've why? seen that narrative
1: thrown around before, but I don't well, know if I agree unfair. with. You. If all so how do you players- feel about Devin
0: Booker? That Frank, let me ask you that. How do you feel about Devin Booker's first like six years in the league? You don't. You just like think like he was so bad. You just think he was like terrible. no,
2: no. But look what Devin Booker did when he got that an opportunity. He made to the playoffs.
1: He okay, the-
0: but Cat hasn't gotten a Chris Paul, man. I mean, like, what do you want him to do? He hasn't. got, got Jimmy, he. If Cat never
1: gets that, then no. like we're not. Oh wait,
0: like- no. So hold on, Jimmy Butler, of the year. You know why they were the AFC? Let's take a trip back in memory lane. They were the AC because Jimmy Butler got hurt that year. He missed like forty games. Nobody remembers this. They were the third, the third seed. That they were the third seed in the Western Conference before Jimmy got hurt. They yeah, dropped so to it was the Jimmy, ninth. Okay,
2: Jimmy's team.
1: But so, because yes, but
0: yes, yes because frank it's if chris paul got hurt for the suns they would drop two in the standings i, I mean but what would he
1: get hurt like 15 games into the season it's so easy to be the third seed the 15 no games no it was board.
0: no we don't got crap 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 it was 40 games it was like 45 games Cap He can't missed, be
2: the best player on a championship team i don't know Not, jimmy he missed even- like
0: 35 games and then he came back for that nuggets game remember so that was like the game where they were both tied they had 46 wins each Forty six and 30. Oh, you know what? Eight. I do
1: remember that. And then okay. they
0: beat the Nuggets that final game of the season to get the eight seed. So I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I really wouldn't blame that on Cat. I, I mean, he, they won forty six games without like without Butler for half the season. I just don't
2: think Cat's gonna take that next jump. I think Ant eventually will be the best player on the Wolves.
0: Oh, okay that's fair but Ant's going to be and could be a 30 point per game guy it could be that dude so we're going to get to that next that. level he's I, to me he's already at where he's at
1: but i think is, yeah is, i mean if, but but if wait, Ant so becomes the best guy then maybe that's better for everybody so is maybe a 20, it is i don't think so 25 be
0: point per game score who's shooting 51 from the field 45 from three that's a guy who's not good i mean i'll take that if that's a ceiling that's a good ceiling for me
2: no it is a good ceiling but he's not going to get put on that level Oh, guys! Like even Devin Booker, J- Trey Young, Jason Tatum. Wait, so you, where are you would you rank
0: Kyrie right now? You don't think he's top twenty-five? I think he's top twenty-five. He's of
2: course he's top twenty-five. Yeah, but he's not top fifteen. He's not top ten. Top. He's I mean, like top,
0: it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like fringe fifteen. I think it's like, like top twenty-fifth, like seventeen. 18. Yeah, but I don't. I think that's fair. You know, we're not asking him to be a top ten guy. I think we know he's not a top ten guy. But
2: no, no. But I think, like I said, like the you. I don't even think you could win a championship with Jokic as your best player.
0: Agree, that's you my it's Yeah, it's maybe, maybe we have it's to a wing-dominated league.
2: Know. That's, what, that's all it is. Yeah. So like they need ant. Like Katz already's out where he's at. get you need Ant to take that next step against. He that. will.
1: In, uh, he, his, I his think, his think he but will, but, but I, I will he's but special. Can he evolve his game to more than just a scorer, though? I know it's only his second year and he probably will, but can he evolve it enough to the point where he really is like a, a legitimate superstar?
2: Cause, cause to me, like, Ooh, I think
0: I think Ants like that though. I mean, he, he sure's playmaking is not really like, really, you know like, what scares me? Right.
2: He's gonna be like a Tatum two
1: Yeah, he can't. which you can't, can't be. be
2: score. But he he can't play make. He's he's not he's not a great defender, and he's just not gonna take him over the top. That's why the Celtics aren't going over well, the top. I don't
0: know, T- Tatum is, I think Tatum's been underrated. Defend like, cause that second oh, year with Kyrie, like he he I, like. He's like Tatum's a good. Def- uh, but listen, I, mean, Tatum's I think he's Tatum's having
1: Tatum. Tatum's having one of the most inefficient shooting seasons like ever right now. But no, so that, that's, he that's is. the he reason is. why that's the reason why he's, he's not playing well to shooting. You know, the defense doesn't really matter that much, especially when you're like a player that's like that. Thing. It's a playmaking too for Tatum. Cause he's never, t- well, yeah, Tatum, he's a ball stopper. Yeah. He's like mellow almost. It's like, we need to see somebody move the ball. He's that's not what the best bad. players do they elevate their teammates. LeBron elevates, you know, Doncic I think is the best example. he elevates his teammates. Curry does it. Durant does it. You know, Tatum doesn't do it. Um, You know, but this is too much for Andy Edwards. He's only in his second year and he's playing great. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I I just appreciate what he's doing. But (laughs) yeah, exactly. And I do. uh, Let's move on to some Mailbag Monday, shall we, to wrap up the episode. We'll do three questions. We'll keep it short. We'll do five questions, but we'll do a bit of rapid fire. We got some amazing questions actually today. I'm pretty pumped. I'm reading through these. Appreciate all you guys who who ask questions because these are some good ones we got. Um, we'll start off with our man, Cool Aid Man nine thousand nine hundred, who said, "Holmgren or Banchero?" I'm taking Banchero. Paulo's my guy. He's a wing and he's he could shoot. He could shoot the ball. He can he could penetrate. Is he really a wing? I
1: think he's more of a four or five. But for yeah. me, it's Chet. No, Ban- for me no, it's Banchero. Banchero.
0: B- Banchero, not not Holmgren. Yeah, yeah, Vanchero,
1: does he not play like power forward for them? No, I I mean,
0: Vanchero's like a, a I think he's like a wing.
1: I think he plays like the four for them. I think he's like 6'10", but I'm taking Chet. I mean, he's literally a unicorn. Like, I know they lost the matchup, but like, come on, just just watch him play. He's ridiculous. He's averaging like four blocks a game. He can shoot. He can dribble. Like, he's literally Kevin Durant. I I know that's like a crazy comparison, but he's ridiculous. I think I'd compare him more to Anthony Davis. Uh, That's my thought. I think but, he's more like nimble and more guard like, like Kevin Durant though. I don't think he's going to be like KD. I, well, I mean, obviously he probably, like the odds that, are against
0: Are you him talking that, about Holmgren?
1: Yeah. He, I mean, there's oh, like a 99.9% Holmgren. chance. He won't be as good as KD cause KD is probably a top five, most talented player ever, but I think he can have a very similar skill set.
0: He's really like, I don't know. Chet's phenomenal though. Don't get me wrong, but he's like defensively though I feel like he might have a hard time holding up like he's really skinny like yeah, I mean, he's gonna
1: put on weight though he's gonna put on weight I mean Kevin Durant was the same thing power. coming out of college come on yeah. no, Kevin bench- Durant couldn't Bantur- do the bench
0: press once. Banchero 610 but you see the way he creates his own shot I mean he he creates no, shots like great. a wing like I a know he's guard, he's like great
1: I don't think Chet's weight is something to hold against him Kevin Durant couldn't do the bench press once coming out of oh, college. no
0: no 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 I'm not, I'm not holding yeah. it against him like a a, a glaring weakness I'm just saying, I prefer the guy who's like a, a more of a wing than a center. And I know Chet's like a unicorn; like he could play. Like Chet's a unicorn, right? So he could play a four for you. But in an mm-hmm. ideal world in the NBA, you want him to be your five. Yeah, like, I think you I think don't think want. i same the argument forward.
1: about Banchero too, though. Um, to be the
0: five, Banchero's on a five. But I mean, he's, he's six ten. But but look at his play style. Just the way he plays, like he has, he doesn't play like a five. He's on the perimeter a lot of times. Like I don't know, is he a five? I mean, I don't know. He seems like I mean, more it's, of a it's a conversation
1: me that, it's i mean it's a he conversation was known to see coming the out
0: of seattle to be a bucket getter that's what he was known for mm-hmm. coming out of high school just just a straight bucket
1: well um, he is he had what 20 in the first half of that uh, gonzaga game he was great and then i think he got hurt but yeah nice. you know, it'll be exciting to monitor that whole debate the whole season because they're definitely one and two and this one, will definitely two. be one of their the better one of the better draft classes recently
0: no doubt no doubt well i'm you yeah, know i'm excited for the 2022 nba draft it's like a, it's a long time away though we got we got yes, a, long, it is. Yeah, a long time away all right um we got a great name with the question that's that's using him a great name he asked is saquon a bust i mean after an, uh another what, what would you call that performance yesterday guys for yeah. What Man, i mean you so- know i just I, I just don't know how to evaluate him anymore like the like you, he gets swallowed up on, He's like horrible. Play. I
1: mean, you, you can't deny like the he's the horrible. fact that, like when, when Devonte Booker goes in, like he just falls forward for three yards and it helps them more. Like say and Saquon Barkley's Saquon. not healthy. I don't
0: know. He's not healthy either. Yeah, he's not
1: healthy. He doesn't have the same bursty. But that's why you just don't draft a running back. Like Elijah Mitchell was taken in, like the sixth round pick, two hundred, and he gets twenty seven yeah. carries for one hundred and fifty yards. Are you kidding? me? Yeah, but Saquon's
0: me? not. a like a bad player. Like he's not bad. Listen, the only
1: reason that we're not definitively saying Saquon Barkley is a bust is every other player in that draft class besides Quentin Nelson blows, I guess Josh Allen too, but Josh Allen, the quarterback, wasn't going, wasn't going to be the second overall pick. So that's not like, you can't really hold that against the giants, but I believe that was the same draft. Right. Um, Unless I'm completely messing it up, but that no, was it was it, no, yeah, it okay was, it was. and like Sam Darnold was like the right I, I think I'm getting it right and May, Mayfield went first that,
0: yeah that was a five quarter it was Lamar was yes. also in that draft too that that, that whole, it, of course
1: yeah that whole draft was extremely underwhelming that's the only reason we're not sitting here right now and saying Saquon Barkley is the worst bust like ever and listen
2: this it's a reality of it it's the same situation for the Dallas Cowboys. Their best running back is not Ezekiel Elliott; it's Tony Pollard. They look better when Pollard's At in there. least Zeke
0: gave him more production, though. He gave oh, him a like sure, years sure. of production. Look,
2: running backs are Thank a joke. Look at Christian McCaffrey; they overused him the first. And now he's out for the terrible, year. man. And now, he, man, prayers the CMC man. Over overused him too much volume. Listen, get draft a running back on a rookie. Draft a running back, use him through his rookie contract, pick up somebody new. It's not hard. Look at the Jets; mm-hmm. they just picked Michael Carter in the third round. He's solid. Mm -hmm. you don't need to waste draft picks on running backs it's the most replaceable position in football
1: yeah let me ask you something as a Giants fan if you see Saquon Barkley is out like are you really do you really think that like hurts the chance of winning or are you more upset when you see the Kadarius Tony is out every week because to me I think that makes a bigger difference you know what to be
0: honest yeah I I think I do I I panic more when I see Kadarius Tony out than me too
1: and Galladay it's not a knock
0: on Saquon as a talent I just think like We've seen it, we've seen it so many times this year. It just, it's not working out. It, it I mean, the proof's in the pudding. You, we've seen the, the snaps. I mean, it's been a, a decent sample size. We've seen a lot of, you know, plays and it's is just not is, working out.
1: Is this his fourth year in the NFL, it's right? It's that's it's unbelievable. His, um,
0: fourth year, fourth, yeah.
1: Right, that's yeah. unbelievable. And he yeah. just, he's they, gone downhill since his rookie year. They pay him,
2: bigger. you can't make that same mistake. The same right. made the mistake. The Vikings made the mistake.
1: The you Panthers know,
0: we, have, the, the we have to make the decision this offseason. You have to pray that mistakes. Dave
1: Gettleman's gone because and if Gettleman's gone, they won't. They won't. They're not going to
0: pay him. No, they're not. They won't him. pay
1: him if Gettleman's but gone. The
2: Packers just made the mistake. Every single team with a top running back made the mistake. The Giants can't make that same mistake. They you won't. won't right it's now.
0: such an obvious so, answer at this point. i tell you
2: right now, though. The Packers would have much rather had Corey Lindsley, who's one of the best centers in football, than Aaron Jones. With A.J. Dillon, because,
0: yeah, he's phenomenal.
1: Here's the thing. All these teams, like, yes, it was a mistake to pay the running backs, but the running backs were at least playing well. When they paid them, like, Barkley's not even playing. Yeah, exactly. You know?
0: It's not going to, it's going to be such an easy decision. Like, the, those, the, yeah. those guys were having all pro seasons, mm-hmm. then got paid. So and, I, I, and I don't think. bad seasons in a row.
1: Yeah, and I don't think Gettleman will be there to pay him either. I mean, at least I hope not. Because if, if there's a new GM coming in who has no attachment to the draft pick, there's no way he he pays them, you know? Like, Listen, they, they'd be much better off with Quentin Nelson than, say, Quinn Barkley. But since
2: it's not the uh, fancy pick, it's not a pick that sells jerseys, teams won't make it. It's stupid. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know about... I just... I, I think the Giants... I don't even know what was going through their head, honestly, when they made that pick for the running back. I mean, they just don't like analytics at all. They're, like, so against it. So, like, analytics tell you don't draft running backs. The Giants are like, we want to take it first overall so that's our logic but um no and look I want to say this real quick I'm not a Saquon like I I think we don't even know what the problem with Saquon is sure the offensive line's to blame but also like Graf said like he's like east and west running is is also a problem hit a home
2: run on every play
0: it's also the east-west running yeah it's it's like he's trying to make the big play and you can't, yeah. You can't
2: hit a home run every play. They come in there. Booker looks just as good. Every running back's a product of their offensive line. There's a few that aren't, but still, with for that price, it doesn't matter. It.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on to three more interesting questions. That I, I mean, they all sound amazing. I, I I'm laughing at these questions because they're, they're really creative. We'll start off with this one. Um, if the world is coming to an end, like a crazy apocalypse, a, apocalypse, apocalypse. That's how you say it. Yeah. Or something like that. Who are three professional athletes you would want by your side to stay alive? Oh, I'll
1: take Derrick um, Henry. I'll take okay. Tom Brady because he's smart and he's the GOAT. And then I'll oh, take,
0: no.
1: I don't know who else I'll take. Probably I'll take, like, like a Udonis,
0: Give me has Haslam. Or no, the Jokic brothers. <laughs> give me, me, me? No, give me Jokic and his brothers. Give me Jokic and his I'm mom, not a big
1: brother. hockey guy, but give me one of those guys. I mean, they're they're tough as nails. You know, they'll do anything. So I think. And in, in, in like an apocalypse type situation, I'll take one of those guys.
0: I'm breaking that the be. rules, and I'm breaking the rules that I'm going with Jokic and his brothers. I, I feel th- like we would be so safe because Jokic is going to break. You know, and he's going to be that.
2: Any professional athlete, I'll take Khabib, the uh, the fighter. The, oh, I mean, that's the guy a guy good fights, pick. The guy fights bears and he swims in frozen rivers. Like, I mean, if you want that's to talk a, about that's a phenomenal else, yeah. And then someone that's smart, I'll take Ryan Fitzpatrick. He went to Harvard. I'm sure he could figure some things out. And I'd probably want <laughs> someone that lives out in, like, the woods because you're thinking about it, you're trying to survive. So,
1: I don't know. I know Marlon Humphrey has, like, a big ranch out in the woods, so I'll take him, I guess, then, too. You want I'll to tell him? you the last person I'd, I'd want on my team? That's Aaron Rodgers. I would not want to be stuck in an apocalypse with him. Why? He's cool. Why
0: would he be saying selfish? Bro. Aaron
1: Rodgers is selfish. He, <laughs> I feel like he only cares about himself. I don't need that. I don't uh, need no, that. I need yeah, if, there's, if, there's,
0: if there's one steak, you're not getting that. No chance. Listen.
1: Exactly. That's why I'm picking Tom Brady, bro. He, he's elevating he's his teammates. He's elevating
0: <laughs> exactly. elevating his teammates. Oh my gosh. Love that. All right. Um, we got this pineapple belong on pizza from Nicole no. Sounder?
2: So- no. No. No, no. If you eat no. that, you, that's disgusting. Like you're just disgusting. It and doesn't last- it's a
0: fruit. Yeah. Agreed. It's on fruit on yeah. pizza, man. Just and then our last question. It's cheat, It's cheesy fruit. Think about that for a second in your head.
2: Nah, uh, I don't even. Oh want
0: to. no!
2: Oh, stop. <laughs> I don't even want to think about and it because it makes.
0: Last sense. question, um, from our boy Mix, who asks, you have ten seconds to telepathically say with whatever you want to everyone in the world what are you saying you have to think about this for a second
1: oh my god what a deep question i mean well, you, can, you, have
0: to, you have to like say something that would give you a lot of money like what's like something you could say that would get you so much money like
2: invest in say? amazon
0: <laughs> like would you have to like say like invest in something and like you can yeah. get it before and like you, it just buy, grows buy <laughs> all your
2: stock possible on amazon google some big ass company or come but up with the naming what? rights um create the internet you guys are thinking
1: so differently. I was thinking I, I was just gonna troll everybody. I don't. Yeah, know. I was, I was gonna, gonna say go stupid. follow Stinky Sports Podcast, but I don't oh know. well, that works too. <laughs> Dude,
0: I would so do a thing though, where like a hundred percent, like me and Frank were first thinking, like yeah, I would do something to like just be a billionaire or wait the lottery number. Wait, sh- th- th- no, I can't. Can I tell, You can, can I no, because you're your just telling numbers? people things. Yeah, I yeah, But you why you tell. You, you, could
2: tell. you could take something like Wait, no, Amazon no, you have or, to tell.
0: No, wait, or, wait, create wait.
2: the
1: internet. That's so much. Wait, but, but you have
0: to tell something to somebody. So how do you? Yeah, you're, you're not, not gaining
1: knowledge. You're yeah, you're telling you're other telling, people something. Invest in Amazon. So
0: I think no, invest no, in Amazon. the easiest way.
1: Subscribe to SSP. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything. That, that's all. That's my 10 seconds right there.
0: That's a great way to wrap up the episode. Um, <laughs> we don't even need an outro. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Peace, fellas.